0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Austin Gale, Associate Director of Content for Pro Football Focus, now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Austin, how you doing? Doing great. How are you we're doing okay, Uh, you know, just uh, kind of itching to get back to uh, somewhat of a sense of normalcy. I know that uh, we're creeping up on the NFL draft. That's going to for- continue to go forward, and we're at least going to have something to talk about in that regard, but uh the the moves the Packers have made in the offseason picking up Billy Wagner picking up uh, Funches picking up uh, Kirksey letting Brian Balaga go letting a guy like uh, Blake Martinez go who led the team in tackles give me your thoughts as to whether or not this team has upgraded downgraded or they've just kind of remained the same well
1: I mean it's hard to not upgrade your roster in pregnancy barring like significant losses and I think that's how it has to like Did they lose significant talent? I would argue no. I think how you lose in free agency is overspending at maybe positions of need, but, you know, but maybe not of high positional value, or just inconsistent roster building, like what the you know the Texans did with trading away DeAndre Hopkins while still having Deshaun Watson on a rookie contract. It makes it difficult if they're trying to win now or go for the future. But with the Packers, I think Yes, they got better, not significantly, but this is a team that doesn't have a ton of needs. I mean, wide receiver position wasn't gonna get that much better in the offseason. I mean, I, I think they you have to hope they call the Houston Texans if DeAndre Hopkins was a cheap price point like a second round pick, but we you know, it's hard to speculate on that. I think defensively they can get better at as rusher. Yes, they have Darius Smith and Preston Smith, but I think they can get better there with depth. I also think interior defensive line, they need someone alongside Kenny Clark, but I think those are smaller needs that can be addressed with young, talented players in the draft. I think, yes, they got better in frame, but I think they need to put the pieces together offensively with Aaron Rodgers, have him turn in another top-five caliber season, and this team is a deep playoff team. It's not a Super Bowl contender.
0: As quarterbacks age, and we all know this, that once you get past the age of 30, very difficult to win a Super Bowl, although quarterbacks in recent history have done it. But when, uh, you know, you're talking 36, 37, 38 years old and you ask for Aaron Rodgers to give us a top five type of season, do you think he has that ability still? Absolutely. I definitely
1: do. I think Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks in the game right now. I just think he needs help. I think he needs protection up front and he needs more than just one wide receiver that can create separation consistently down the football field. I think he just needs a couple more pieces in in terms of a sporting cast. I think as quarterbacks get older, as great as they are, we've seen it with Tom Brady, as they get older, they need more talented players at key field positions because you just can't get it all done with the arm that Aaron Rodgers had three or four years ago. I still think he's a talented player in this league, maybe not better than Drew Brees, Tom Brady, but I think Aaron Rodgers can come in and be a very competent quarterback with the right supporting cast. Protection up front and receivers that can get open if they healthy me alongside Devontae Adams.
0: Give me your thoughts on the division because we have seen, you know, obviously they, you know, signed Kirk Cousins to an extension. Uh, they lose Stephon Diggs. The defense continues to very slowly erode. Give me your thoughts on what the Minnesota Vikings have done.
1: It, that that's where i kind of come to inconsistent roster building yes they sign you know Kirk cousins to this bigger extension but then they trade away easily their best wide receiver if not their best offensive weapon and step on dig it, it just makes it difficult to constantly chase the super bowl ring constantly chase a, you know that lombardi trophy if you're trading away your best players and not buying in and going all in with the most talented roster you can you can you can create so i think the Minnesota Vikings, yes, still a capable team in that division. I still think the Green Bay Packers are the better team. Kirk Cousins is up and down. Now they have a receiver issue, a glaring receiver issue that, yes, they can address at the back back end of the draft. But I do think this team did not get better trading away Stephon Diggs. I think it's going to be hard to replace his skill set.
0: Um, then you look at Nick Foles coming into the fold down there in Chicago. Mitch Trubisky, I would assume, is pretty much on the clock. It's his job to lose at this point. They pick up Jimmy Graham. They re-sign uh, you know, their their linebacker. They've kept their defense pretty much together. So, you know, you tell me, what, what do you think of what uh, Chicago has done? And it, with Chicago kind of holding steady and kind of hedging their bets a little bit uh, in, the, uh, in the quarterbacking department, do you think that Chicago is now a step ahead of where, say, Minnesota was or they're on the same par with uh, with what the Packers have going on, especially after they decided to commit and keep Danny Trevathan?
1: I'd say no. I still think they have the worst quarterback group in this division, and that, that usually leads to that, them being the worst team in the division. Having two okay quarterbacks, okay to bad quarterback, means you really don't have one. I think it's going to be hard – with the competition in place, the open competition in place between Mitch Trubisky and Nick I think Both of those quarterbacks are not capable of getting into shootouts, winning postseason games with guys like Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, et cetera. I think they're a tier below of all the teams in this division. Yes, they have a good defense, but it continues to fade as they lose pieces, injuries start to happen. I think it's very hard to sustain a good defense with all the pieces you need in place. I think the Bears team is in a very tough spot. They, they mortgaged the future, traded a ton of draft capital away to go all in on Khalil Mack, Mitch Trubisky, and that defense. But it hasn't followed suit yet. They went to the playoffs two years ago, but this team has been in a downward spiral ever since because it doesn't have an answer at the quarterback position. Nick Foles is not the answer. Mitch Trubisky, as we've seen, is not the answer, and they don't have the draft capital, at least in this class, to take it. You know, take a swing at a quarterback in this class, like a Jordan Love, Herbert, to a Burrow. They're they're going to have to be looking at 2021 to make any major upgrades to that position. Therefore, I think this team is in a better spot to rebuild, add to the roster, and push for 2021 to make a significant quarterback upgrade.
0: Talking with Austin Gale, Associate Director of Content for Pro Football Focus. Now, I wanted to ask you, with rookies coming in, because we know the Packers need another wideout. I don't think Funches is just going to be the guy all of a sudden opposite Devontae Adams that's going to flourish. As a matter of fact, I think they're going to use him probably more as a slot or a tight end type of uh, receiver than I would say an outside wideout. Um, so, you tell me, what is the likelihood of rookies coming in and having immediate impact? Uh, you know, in, in and I don't know the statistics on this, but having an immediate impact to all of a sudden just offset something like a Devonte Adams talent that's going to make this offense flourish.
1: You, you raise a good question. I think certain positions it's easier to have early success, like rookie, second year success, than others, like linebacker, tight end. Those those positions struggle to you know really get give high-end contributions early in their careers. That's why I don't. You, you shouldn't be targeting those positions at the back end of the first round if you are the Green Bay Packers. However, running back, wide receiver, you can get plus contributions from those guys. As we saw with A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, D.K. Metcalf this past year, running back and wide receiver, you can get early contributions. However, with running back, positional value, obviously driving them down the board's bit. With receiver, though, you draft a guy like Enzo Mims, Jalen Rager, maybe K.J. Hamler Penn State on day two, you're getting... Legitimate juice, legitimate explosion that the offense simply doesn't have, and I think that explosiveness translates day one. If it, can they learn how to route run better can, or run routes better, the, the nuances of the position that takes time. But in terms of threatening a defense with legit explosion, athleticism, and speed, Denzel Mims, Jalen Rager, KJ Hamler, all those guys, Brandon Ayuk of Arizona State, they bring that day one. I think that's what the Green Bay Packers want at the back end of round one
0: the uh you talked about putting some uh, additional beef up front uh, alongside kenny clark um again i ask the same question because uh i think it's easier for a down lineman a beef guy in the middle to have an impact than i would say an outside rusher who has to come up with say 16 to 20 different moves all of a sudden with you know either left or right tackles that have you know, uh, some seasoning in the NFL. So, to me, I would like to see what uh, they can get in the draft that would then help Kenny Clark. If they could stymie the run better and allow Kirksey to be that coverage cat and use his, a little bit of his speed, how much better do you think that Mike Petton defense could be?
1: A, a lot better. I-, I think you're seeing defenses more and more. Like I, I think the defense that comes to mind is Baltimore Ravens, putting big monsters up front that can two-gap and play the run and, and free up mental space for linebackers to – not have to buy it no on play action, know that they got these big bullies up front that can play the run first, and it makes the life easier on off-ball linebackers. It's why Ravens haven't had to significantly address off-ball linebacker in the draft of agency because they have guys like Michael Pierce up front, Brandon Williams, these big bullies that don't allow, you know, uh, get penetration and, and can two-gap. And I think for the Green Bay Packers, the name that comes to mind is Vaughn Hamilton, this big monster out of Ohio State that maybe doesn't add as a pass rusher like Kenny Clark can, but he's going to two-gap. He's not going to get pushed off the line of scrimmage, and he's going to add value as a run defender. Trying to add that nose tackle piece, that guy in the middle that can two-gap, I think would be huge for this defense.
0: Uh, real quick before I let you go, and, and I wanted to ask you, because the Packers, uh, obviously they have some decisions to make. They've got left tackle uh, coming up with David Bakhtiari and another contract, uh, right tackle they bring in Ricky Wegner, but – uh, I don't, they don't have anybody really in the fold right now that can just all of a sudden take over the tackle spot. Uh, they have some other areas of need. Uh, Aaron Jones is going to be coming up for a contract as well, and uh, whether or not to hang on to him or not, we'll wait and see. But um, right now, if you're going to say, I'm going to go for depth, what do you feel coming into this situation? Would you add another, say, another back right away and say, okay, we, we've, we've got this in the sense of uh, another weapon for Aaron Rodgers, Or I'm a big believer of it starting in the trenches. Do you say, let's start it in the trenches, let's go ahead and get another big body up front? That way, because we all know that last year was an enigma. It was one of the healthiest years the Packers have ever had. That way, if you do lose a tackle, at least you have somebody to back them up.
1: Yeah, I, I would argue against you know drafting a running back early in this class. I think it makes way more sense late day three, if not undrafted free agent, if you want to add like some juice to that position. I think With Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, you have very capable backs. I like Dexter Williams as well, but maybe bringing in a pure speed through a guy that really makes the difference from an explosiveness standpoint. But I, I honestly like if we're thinking about options after round one double dipping at wide receiver, grab your explosive freak athlete at round one at pick three, Denzel Mims, Rager, et cetera. And then on day two, day three, add another piece, a sure-handed target like Tyler Johnson of Minnesota, Minnesota, a guy that can come in and be sure-handed over the middle. I think double dipping at wide receiver with Aaron Rodgers on this tight window to kind of chase the Super Bowl ring, give them as many weapons as possible at that receiver position so you just have everything you can. You're throwing the kitchen sink at skill players to make Aaron Rodgers happy and, and successful.
0: Aaron Rodgers has been a tremendous quarterback. We all know that. He's been one of the most accurate quarterbacks uh, as well. But you tell me, does he have to have another Super Bowl to really blow up that legacy, to extend that legacy uh, far beyond where he is right now?
1: I'd argue yes. I mean, yes, he was very successful in his heyday, but I I do think if you want to, like, really push him into the conversation with the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady's of the world, I need to see it again. You know, you need to see that late, in your career Super Bowl, one that kind of proves you had it down the stretch. And I think with Aaron Rodgers, he's received flack in the media, and maybe rightfully so, led the league in th- the throwaways, and I think in each of the past two years, kind of staying, straying away from what he was in this league. I think getting back on the horse and showing that he can be a top five, top three quarterback in this league with the right supporting cast would do a ton for his legacy.
0: Austin, always appreciate it. Uh, we're going to touch base again after the draft and, uh, you know, kind of break it all down and see how the Packers did when it's all said and done. We certainly appreciate your time, man. Appreciate your time. Of course, man. It's forward to it. Thank you. Talk to you later. There you go. Austin Gale, Associate Director of Content for Pro Football Focus. Follow that stuff. P-F-F underscore Austin Gale, G-A-Y-L-E. That's where you can follow him, follow their stuff. Pro Football Focus. Such a – a good reference it's it's uh not necessarily just the bible but uh you can at least get a good sense as to uh, the ratings and how they look at particular players and the values on particular players he joins us on the schneider orange hotline schneider hiring uh, drivers right now you work hard they treat you fair 80 plus years they've been getting it done call them 844 prada go to schneiderjobs.com
1: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news